Good day, my name is Sky, and I appreciate you spending some study time with me. I'm here to help you make money in online poker by teaching you key strategies and getting you to take action. This week's episode ties into last week's episode about targeting the limpers. You know the limpers, they are most likely the weakest players at the table, and most likely they're going to be fishy players. Well, in this week's podcast, I'm going to teach you to learn from the mistakes that fish make, and I'm going to help you to not do what the fish do. So to help you take notes for this episode, whip out that poker journal. Excuse me while I whip this out. (laughs) And go to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 468. Okay, gambate. What is he saying? Hurry to meet death before your place is taken. So here's a quote that I absolutely love from Warren Buffett. He said, it's good to learn from mistakes. It's better to learn from other people's mistakes. Now, this is a great quote because it's applicable to life, but it suits us poker players extremely well. And learning from mistakes, that's what I always do day in and day out with my own database and that of my students. We're reviewing hands, we're looking for mistakes, we take note of those mistakes so we can work to not repeat them in the future. Another thing that you're looking for in your studies, and sometimes you'll notice it as you're playing, you notice mistakes that others make that end up costing them a ton of money. Now you don't even have to make those mistakes for yourself to learn from them. And that's what this podcast is about. So let me ask you a question. Whose mistakes should we first try to learn from? Who makes the most mistakes at your tables? Sure, you probably already said the fish. They are the weakest player at any table. They're the players that you try to target, and you target them because they make so many mistakes. If you can see hands against the fish, you're going to be the one profiting from all the mistakes that they make. So what are these most common mistakes that all the fish make? Well, we got five of them for you today. So for each of these, I'm going to give you the mistake that they make. And I'm going to tell you the lesson that you can learn from those mistakes without ever having to make them for yourself. So here's the first fishy mistake. Fish limp into pots in an effort to see as many cheap flops as possible because they love making big hands. So here's the lesson learned from seeing this over and over again and all the money that these fish lose when limping. Here's the lesson. Do not limp into pots. Have the attitude of, if a hand is worth playing, it's worth raising. The great thing about raising is that it gives you fold equity so you can win the pot right then and there. And then plus, whatever hand you hold, whether you limp into the pot or you're the raiser, you have the same chances of hitting a strong hand or hitting a good draw regardless of how you enter the pot. So you might as well be the raiser and give yourself that fold equity. Another great thing, when you are the preflop raiser, you have the option to make a continuation bet on the flop so you can put that additional pressure on your opponents to fold and award you the pot without even having a nice made hand. Now, the second mistake that the fish make, they defend their blinds too frequently, so they play too many pots with weak hands from out of position. Yep, those fish are happy non-bread and butter players. Here's the lesson we can learn from this. Do not defend your blinds too frequently. So go ahead and feel free to fold hands like Jack-8 suited, 7-5 suited, 9-8 offsuit, and the King-Deuce suited. Sure. They have some good potential, flushes, straights, two pair kind of stuff, right? 
but you want to defend with hands that are generally at the top of your opponent's open raising range. So if your opponent is open raising, maybe a 20% range, let's imagine it's a cutoff open raising range, and you're thinking about defending with 7-5 suited, well, in the 20% range, the weakest suited gapper might be jack-9 suited. You're defending with 7-5 suited. So not only are you giving them positional advantage, you're also giving their stronger range a mathematical advantage over your weak hand. Now mistake number three. Fish call bets and raises with multiple players still to act, which often leads to harder to win multi-way pots or even facing those re-raises. So here's your big lesson learned. Do not ignore the players yet to act. You want to consider how the remaining players might respond once you enter the pot. When you call an open raise, you give all those other players, especially the tight aggressive and loose aggressive players, they have a great incentive to now 3-bet squeeze because you just bloated the pot a little bit by your call. Or it incentivizes other players to call as well. Now it's a multi-way pot, making it harder uh, a harder situation for you to win. All right, mistake number four. Fish love making straights and flushes, so they just cannot find a fold post-flop with any draw. Here's a lesson to learn from this. Do not call with just any draw. You want to count your outs, run the break-even math, and if you are getting the right price, go ahead and make the call. One of the big things about fish is they do not realize that they have options. When you're playing online, you face a bet. Three buttons pop up on the bottom of the screen. Fold, call, or raise. Fish just think, well, I have a draw. I can't fold. I have to call. Boom. That's their only option in a fish's mind. Well, use those three buttons that pop up at the bottom of the screen when you face a bet. Treat them like friends. They're asking you, hey, which of us are you going to choose? Which is the best play? Sometimes it's calling on a draw if the price is right. Sometimes it's folding if you have to overpay. But sometimes maybe it is bluff raising on your draw. If they can find a fold, bluff raising is a good option. Now, mistake number five, fish give value with weak hands because, well, he might be bluffing and my third pair can possibly win. So I call. Here's the big lesson learned. Do not ignore the signs that your hand is beat. Those fish, they basically just think about their two hole cards and how it interacts with the board. They're not really paying attention. They're not trying to read into the actions of their opponents. When a player commits a lot of chips over many streets, you have to have a strong holding yourself in order to avoid just giving away your chips with overly loose calls. Great players always put their opponent on a range of hands, but like I said before, fish don't do that. They only think about their hands or their whole cards and the board. If your opponent's range crushes your current hand, I don't care how strong your hand is. If they're telling you that you are beat, listen to them and fold that hand. Challenge! Here's my challenge to you for this episode. Do not make these fishy mistakes this week. You're probably playing anywhere from three to seven sessions of poker this week. What I want you to do is write down the five lessons learned on a sticky note. Read that sticky note during your warm-up. Keep it in front of you on the monitor as you're playing and commit to not making those mistakes. Learn those lessons from the fish. Make better plays. Now it's your turn to pull the trigger and do something positive for your poker game.
Oh, that's it now. Get out there and be somebody. Go write a book. Thank you so much for listening today. Once again, go to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod four, six, eight to help you take notes and to write out those five lessons on your sticky note. Until next time, take action both on and off the felt to become the player that you want to be.